friends, and welcome to my Heart to Heart podcast. I am your host, Kathy Jo Hart. I am a Christian speaker and author of God's Chosen Helper. Our focus is to discuss the hot topics of the day and how it relates to the Bible and the lessons through the love of Christ. Today, we're going to talk about human trafficking and continue our conversation about pedophilia and the trans rights movement activists who are targeting children. I would like to begin with the recent headline news that ties an international incident between the United States and Australia. It's a story that begins on February 2nd, 2021, when FBI agents Daniel Elfin and Laura Schwarzenberger were shot dead while executing a search warrant against a 55-year-old male for child pornography. Now, I refuse to read his name or to have it in my mental register, but after killing Daniel and Laura, he successfully turned the gun on himself. This 55-year-old male was involved in a technically sophisticated international pedophile network where horrific images and videos of children were created and shared on the dark web. 98 people in total were arrested. These were advanced IT people between the ages of 32 and 81. And today I wanted to talk about the two FBI agents who sacrificed their lives to protect children from these evil monsters. Daniel Alfin was only 36 years old, but had been with the FBI since 2009, and he loved his job. He was a dedicated husband and father. His team described him as the smartest and funniest guy in the room with the highest level of work ethic, going above and beyond to help anyone in need. He was an expert in his field and traveled around the country teaching others about advanced technology and finding pedophile rings. He had an unrelenting drive and passion to save children. According to the FBI site, Dan's team won a director's award, the highest honor possible in the Bureau, for Operation Pacifier, a global investigation that took down one of the largest child sexual exploitation sites on the dark web. Its users were the worst of the worst, the stuff of nightmares, and Dan's expertise helped identify them and stop the victimization of so many innocent children. Now, Dan was known to take on complicated technical challenges and wouldn't stop until he could figure it out. When asked how he was at any given time, he would reply with, I'm living my dream. His dream, his talent, his passion, his commitment... It all ended on February 2nd, 2021, along with his team partner, Laura Schwarzenberger. Now, Lauren Schwarzenberger began her FBI career in 2005. According to the FBI site, in 2007, she became the first ever and still the only ever female FBI SWAT team member in Albuquerque. To qualify, among other things, 
all potential SWAT team members must do two pull-ups while wearing a 25-pound weighted vest. And Laura did five. She was described as athletic. She participated in obstacle courses and CrossFit. She had sharp mental focus and stamina. She was tenacious and fearless. Her faith in God helped her to overcome her struggles with the darkness she saw throughout her career. But she was beyond stellar in her job. Laura was a mother to two boys, and many of the younger agents often referred to her as mom. She was a devout Catholic. She served with humility, unshakable integrity, selflessness, courage, and was always guided by her faith in God. These two are fallen heroes that prior to today, many of you have never even heard of them. That's one of the problems with the news media. We learn more about the perpetrator than we do the real heroes. And when attention is given to pedophilia or human trafficking, the news media turn their backs on these heroes and do everything possible to demonize who they are and what they do. These are crimes against children. But if you listen to the news media, these stories are nothing more than conspiracy theories. A case in point is the movie called Sound of Freedom. Now, this movie is based on a true story of Tim Ballard, who worked with Homeland Security Investigations capturing pedophiles. He founded an organization called Operation Underground Railroad, which finds and removes children from the sex trafficking industry around the world. The movie takes you on a true rescue mission of a young brother and sister who were recruited by a former beauty pageant queen and professional model, enticing these young children with hopes and dreams to audition for a talent show. Instead, she recruited children from impoverished areas in Honduras and sold them into sex slavery. In the movie, the father of the two young children was tricked into leaving his children with this trusted beauty queen. When the father returned, there was no trace of his children. During their capture, the sister gives her little brother a dog tag style necklace with the inscription of Timoteo, man of God, which is in reference to a scripture from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11. But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. In the film, this necklace symbolized the hope of rescue. When Tim Ballard rescued the little boy named Teddy, he gave the necklace to Tim and said, This necklace is about you. This was a deeply touching moment in the movie. But the movie takes you on a dangerous journey trying to find the sister who was purchased by one of the worst criminal gangs in the jungles of Colombia. It was believed that if anyone, including children, were taken by these gangs, they would never be heard from again. Although at times the movie seemed to be slow in some parts, it was for the audience's benefit. 
I, for one, didn't really know that much about the sex trafficking industry. I knew it existed, but that was about it. This movie will pull you into the harsh reality of horrors within the sex trade industry, which targets children who are easily kidnapped. But if you were to listen to the news media, you would think this movie was promoting a far-right conspiracy theory. They are purposely lying to their audience, manipulating the truth to support their political narrative. Rolling Stones contributor Miles Klee did just that with his review of the Sound of Freedom movie. And he wrote, Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brainworms. The QAnon-tinged thriller about child trafficking is designed to appeal to the conscience of a conspiracy-addled boomer based on a true story. This person's politically biased review is nothing but virtue signaling. But it isn't just Miles Klee. There are other opinionated news programs, politicians, psychologists, and educators who are desperately trying to normalize the sexualization of children. They will berate and attempt to humiliate anyone who opposes their depraved ideology as homophobic, transphobic, or bigoted. They actually believe they are the good guys, but they are not. Children and human trafficking are happening in all 50 states. In fact, the United States is number one in the world for child sex exploitation material. But here is what they are not telling you. Most trafficked children in the United States are not kidnapped. There are different ways children can be trafficked. Most of these children are groomed by predators. And these predators are trusted coaches or teachers, neighbors, relatives, boyfriends, girlfriends, and they pose as a promise of making money for modeling careers, or they are enticed by food or friendly relationships through the internet. It is important for parents to teach their young children, teenagers, and young adults to learn the signs of grooming. Now, we have an active slave industry in the United States, yet those who are trying to normalize the TQ Plus movement are the groomers we need to be aware of. And this includes politicians, those who promote trans-affirming care on children, and anyone promoting the push to sexualize children. Anyone who pushes normalizing sexual fetishes onto children is a groomer. And I have heard from many within the LGB community, and they want nothing to do with the exploitation of children. But one thing that we must come together on is this. Children are not sexual. And as Tim Ballard says, children are not for sale. As Tim Ballard pointed out, there are three different types of child slavery that exist in the world today, organ harvesting, labor, and sex. The statistics are disturbing, but necessary to know. 
child and human trafficking are a $162 billion industry. Six million children are currently enslaved more than any other time in our history. But Tim Ballard isn't the only private citizen hero fighting against human trafficking. Ashton Kutcher testified in front of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee on his work in identifying 6,000 child sex trafficking victims and saved 103 from traffickers. He and Demi Moore co-founded their anti-human trafficking organization called THORN. They also created a technology task force to fight child exploitation. Ashton Kutcher also helped to create an education campaign called Stop Sextortion, which educated 3.5 million teens on cyberbullying. And as technology advances, smartphone use has increased. According to a 2022 Pew Research, 95% of teens ages 13 to 17 have a smartphone. 55% said they are online almost constantly. Their favorite apps are number one, YouTube. Number two is TikTok. Number three is Snapchat. And number four is Instagram. With the increase of smartphone use, 59% of teens in the U.S. have been bullied or harassed online. But this next number is a warning to all parents. 90% of teens believe smartphones are a major problem. And you know what? The children are right. Think about it we have a serious mental health problem directly associated with smartphone and app use. But are we as parents willing to do what needs to be done? As parents, what are you willing to do right now that will help your children? Children don't need smartphones. You can purchase non-smartphones that are simple, affordable, and provide privacy. If you want to improve mental health and behavior, replace their smartphone with a non-smartphone. Just do it, as this could save your child's life. Now, if you need more facts and proof that human trafficking is a huge problem in the United States, then go directly to the FBI site. There are multiple FBI human trafficking task forces throughout the country and these forces are growing. There are additional programs through the State Department and Health and Human Services. And since 2007, the nationaltraffickinghotline.org has received almost 400,000 tips. Over 82,000 cases of human trafficking with nearly 165,000 victims identified. Now, if you would like to report suspicious activity of child trafficking, missing children, or child pornography, call the National Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888. You will find these and other numbers within the description of this podcast. And remember, you can always call 911. When I began writing this episode, I tried thinking about what animal 
was the greatest hunter in the jungle. Do you know what animal it is? They are referred to as the king of the jungle. That's right. It's the lion. Lions are apex predators. They hunt most animals in their own habitat, but it cannot be hunted by animals within its own habitat. Simply stated, the lion hunts other animals incapable of hunting them back. This makes the lion the most dangerous animal of all in the jungle. The pedophile is also an apex predator. This is because the pedophile hunts for children knowing children cannot hunt them back. Pedophiles are aligning themselves with groomers who have untethered access to young children, and in some states, children are not allowed to be protected by their parents. Think about that. As we discussed in previous episodes, parents are losing their rights to protect their children in public schools. There is a political push to protect pedophiles through ill-defined laws while the children they prey upon are not able to protect themselves. And according to SOS International, the life expectancy of a trafficking victim is seven years. These men, women, and children experience extreme emotional and physical pain that includes torture, disease, shame, starvation, unimaginable grief, broken bones, burns, mutilations, infections, forced drug use, and suicide. This is modern-day slavery, and what is so shocking is the number of ideologues who support the extreme TQ plus movement who are turning a blind eye to what is directly in front of them. Why? Well, because it goes against their depraved desires and radical narratives. So what can we do? We can do plenty. And it is time we take a stand to protect all children from these satanic influences. These different anti-truth movements are overwhelming our society by redefining truth brainwashing vulnerable children and young adults, purposely weakening the military. They're changing biology science. They are dividing and destroying the nuclear family. And right now, it appears the DOJ, Department of Education, and the school board associations are actively trying to limit parental rights over their children. These anti-truth movements are creating and encouraging an environment of loathing, resulting in mass hysteria. But how can we stop this? For one, we need another Jesus revolution. We need to bring God back into our homes and in our society. We have to stop being more afraid of the devil than we are of God. And as Christians, it is time to stop leaning left or right. This is not a political issue. It is a godless 
crisis. It is time we begin changing the narrative back to common sense and common decency. We need to recapture words and their meanings. And let's start with the rainbow, as it is a symbol of God's promise and nothing more. And no, it isn't a flag. And it shouldn't matter which side of the aisle you lean. In fact, as Christians, we shouldn't be leaning at all. We need to begin standing firm on the word of God, as God is not political. We must correct and end the mockery of God and eliminate false teachings. We need to be vocal with scripture. You see, all of this has been predicted. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 to 7, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with them. Sound familiar? But how do we do it? In 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 7 to 11, tells us, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who call you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. We are battling those who will lie and deceive children and their parents. And scripture says, For they mouth empty, boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of sinful nature, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom, while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For man is a slave to whatever has mastered him. And that's in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 18 and 19. And just think about this. Look at what the experts are saying to parents. Your child will die if they do not transition. And in their haste to escape their immediate mental health crisis, they are enticed by those who promise freedom, while the expert themselves are slaves of depravity. Look at the consuming self-centeredness of this movement. They are obsessed with their feelings. They have no self-control. It's all based upon undisciplined thoughts. I feel this way. I feel that way. I feel. I can promise you this by allowing feelings to drive who you are, 
allowing feelings to dictate your life, it's going to ruin your life. It isn't the body that is medically wrong or broken. It is the emotionally undisciplined mind where the devil loves to reside. And let me say that again. It is the emotionally undisciplined mind where the devil loves to reside. It's the toxic emotions of rage, anger, depression, fear, guilt, frustration, and probably multiple relationships of unforgiveness. These are toxic emotions that are desperate to be healed. It is the empty soul searching for purpose, for healing, and searching for God. And I should know because I was there myself. Many Christians have been there too. But it was through the grace of God, through his love, mercy, and forgiveness, that my body was healed. My emotionally undisciplined mind was healed. My soul was saved. And if God could do this for me and for countless others, he can heal you too. But you have to ask God. Now, you may feel you are lost. You may believe you are alone, but you are not. You have the ability to ask God for help. But as long as you allow your emotions to control you, you are giving the devil full access over your life. And as long as the devil is in control, he will not allow you to heal. The devil will replay the hurts, the anxieties, over and over and over again. But you can defeat the devil. You can win, but you need God. You need Jesus. It is not a feeling, but a decision. And the decision begins with you and no one else. And as we end this episode, I would like you to understand what is at stake. Freedom is at stake. Free expression, free thought, freedom of speech. Without these, we will lose our religious freedoms. We are fighting the elites, the corporations, politicians, unelected bureaucrats, political and economic globalization, but the vast majority of the people are not behind this. With unity, we have greater power than they want you to believe. But this requires unity in God. This requires a Jesus revolution like never before. No more divisions. No more quarreling with non-believers. We must stand firm on the word of God and we need to do it now. Now, one way we're going to achieve unity is to share this message with your friends and family. Share this podcast and engage with those who believe in protecting our God-given rights, our families, and freedom. And as we always do, we're going to end our podcast in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, forgive us of our sins as we ask your favor to help us defeat the evil that is aggressively upon us. 
As we read scripture found in Acts chapter 4, verses 29 and 30, it says, Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Lord, I pray for your wisdom, your discernment, and how to combat the evil spirits that are upon us now. Help us to stand firm on your word and through the authority of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.